0: Time now for Rocky Jordan. Not far from the Mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Cafe Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against a backdrop of antiquity. Tonight's story, The Map of Murder.
1: To begin with, I'm a businessman. I run a cafe, and when business gets bad, I look for ways to pep it up. So when Mousine Duval came in asking for a job as a singer, I decided to try some entertainment. All Mousine asked was a week's tryout and a little salary advance to keep her going. Uh, Anyhow, I'll admit it, I sort of liked her. Maybe it was the way her cold black hair was bobbed, sort of like the Sphinx and the round curve of her white shoulders as she sat at the piano under a spotlight. Anyhow, you couldn't keep the customers away. Things went swell till the fourth night. I was in my office about 10 o'clock listening to the jingle of my cash register up front when it all started.
2: What are you doing? you are interrupting my song and grabbing me like a common woman of the street i got to the door and could see
1: mousine screaming at a big swarthy guy who was standing up trying to get a word in a couple of waiters were hovering around just in
3: case i decided to cut in in.
0: i do not go with the drinks monsieur i'd
1: like to
3: find out just what you do go with You,
0: you, you will find out you do not leave and stop molesting me okay what's this all about
1: who are you Jordan, I run this place. I don't go in for having my entertainers roughed up. Okay, Jordan, my name is Ralph Garnett.
3: I was only looking for a certain girl. Sure, sure. I thought this might be the one. So when she came by my table, I just reached up to turn her around. She slipped and fell in my lap.
2: Ah, (laughs) Fell? It is not so rocky. He pulled me.
3: All right, I'll handle him, Muzin. I didn't mean to cause this much of an incident.
1: Try a different approach next time.
3: Look, Jordan, when I find the woman I want, there aren't going to be any polite words wasted between us.
1: You ever see this guy before, Muzine?
2: Never. Never in my life, Rocky.
3: All right, Garnett. I suppose you blow. Okay, we're playing in your park. But I'd like to meet you on my home ground sometime. I'll work you into my 1960 schedule. We play a
1: rough game there, Jordan. I've never lost. Garnett jostled his way through the tables to the door and was gone. Right then, I wrote it off the books, and that was my first mistake. About three days later, I had a note saying an old friend of mine was in town, Gunther Rents of the 32nd Foreign Legion Regiment. I'd met Rents a couple of years before. He comes into Cairo every once in a while and takes a hotel room where he sits in comparative solitude and reads good books, drinks good liquor, and plays bad gin rummy. I usually join him for a quiet brandy and a few hands of gin. This time, he was staying in room 409 at the International Hotel on El Hakur Street. So I went over to see him. I was due at 7 and almost on time. A sign on the cage elevator set out of order, so I took the steps. Just as I reached the third floor, I heard somebody scream. <laughs> and nobody screams in Cairo for fun. It seemed to come from the room almost in front of me, so I got over to the door and knocked. No one answered, so I tried the doorknob and it opened. what I saw made me forget for the moment about my date with Rents. The phone began ringing, so I walked over and picked it up before I realized what I was doing. Hello?
0: Is this room 309?
1: Uh, just a minute. Yeah, yes, 309. Who's this?
0: Mr. Amar, the hotel manager. Do you have a girl in your room?
1: I'm afraid I do.
0: Well, she will have to come down and register.
1: Well, don't expect her, Mr. Omar.
0: And why not, may I ask?
1: She's as dead as the air in your closets. Mm. I put down the phone and took another look at the girl. And it hurt. I was going to miss her at the tambourine. Yeah, it was Mousine Duval sprawled on the floor. Her beauty spoiled by a knife handle sticking from her chest. I started to look around then changed my mind. There was nothing I could do for her now and... This was no place to be found. So I slipped out and hurried down the dark corridor to the back stairs. I was up just three steps when I heard a door slam and running footsteps. I made it back on the double. There was nobody in the corridor, but I was certain I'd heard somebody run in or out of that room. So right then, I had another look. Mouzine was still alone. I looked around and found nothing. This time I took a spread from the bed to lay over her pathetic figure. As I bent over, I noticed a thin, flat package showing from beneath her blouse at the throat. I figured the package might be an ace in the hole, so I grabbed it, shoved it in my pocket, and got out again. I met the excited manager as he hit the top step. He'd already called the police, so I decided to wait. In another 15 minutes, Captain Sam Sabaya had joined us. He listened real patiently. Yes. So that is your story, Jordan. Every bit of it, Sam.
0: He was in this room when I called Captain Sabaya.
1: He answered the phone. Jordan, you say your being here was a coincidence, and yet she worked
2: at your cafe.
1: Look, don't start getting ideas, Sam. I gave it to you straight. I'd like to know the answer, too.
0: There is much more you can tell us. Yours was the voice on the phone. One moment. Mr. Emma. who rented this room? Not the girl. Some man whom I did not see because I was not at the desk when he registered.
1: Where are you when everything happens?
0: At the time, I might have been counting linen. Do not pick at me. I am nervous enough. What was the man's name? The register says John Smith. I cannot read the city. It is blotted. Uh, Take care of it, Sam.
1: Indeed, I shall, Jordan. And as for you, I will get in touch with you soon. I was in no mood for it, but I decided to keep my date with Gunter Renssel. But first I stopped on the back stair landing for a look at the package I'd found on Muzine. It contained two sets of passports and visas. One for a girl I'd never seen before named Helen Brecht, and the other for a man named Rudolph Crane, only there was no picture of him. Then there was a ring with a curious design on it. And most of all, five $1,000 American bills. I put the bills in one pocket and the rest of the stuff in the other. And I went up and knocked on Wrench's door.
0: Uh, Ah, my good friend, Rocky Jordan. Come in, please.
1: Hello, Rance. Welcome to the big city. (laughs) Well, the the city is good only because I can get away for a while from the confinement of the barracks. To the confinement of a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, but in this room, I can pick my friends, well, like you, Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Please, sit down. Thanks. Well, come, Rocky. Are you not glad to see me? Oh, sure, sure. Just some unpleasant excitement. Oh, excitement? girl was killed in a room downstairs. Ah, death. Ah, that is too bad.
2: Uh, let,
1: let us not talk of death. You'll play cards, huh? I have found some things you might help me with. Oh, so? Yeah, this, this ring here has some kind of German design. Hmm. Maybe you can tell me what it is. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can most certainly tell you. This is a ring worn by the members of a certain German regiment during the last war. The 274th Schutzstaffel, to be precise. Well, I found it on the girl. Uh. And he's... he's Passports, too. Well, let me see. Hmm. Ah, well, no, no. These, these are nothing. But should you not turn them over to the police? Yeah, I'll give them to Sabai in the morning. Well, no, now perhaps a drink would help. No? Yeah, a, a big, tall one, huh? Brandy and soda. Well, in a minute I will have it. While Rance was in the washroom to fix a drink, some kind of intuition told me I'd better get rid of the stuff I'd found before somebody came digging around. I got up quickly, tried one of the knobs on the brass bedpost. It slipped off. I dropped the $5,000 down inside. I knew nobody would ever touch it with rents as a watchdog. There was no room for the papers, and besides, rents was coming back. So I put the knob back on and sat down.
0: Ah, here you are, Rocky.
1: Brandy and soda. Ah, thanks. And now the cards. The best antidote for a weary mind. Uh, uh, You shuffle, huh? Ah. Uh, tell me, Rocky, who do they think killed the girl? They think I did. You? Oh,
0: <laughs> oh no. An excellent joke. <laughs> will uh, cut the cards, Rocky.
1: Well, I stayed late playing gin with Rents. And started home long about midnight. The taxis were scarce, so I caught a trolley as far as I could. Walked the deserted streets the rest of the way to the tambourine. I was a couple of blocks from the cafe when it happened. I couldn't see who it was or where he came from. All I could hope for was a lucky punch. But it was no good. He kept behind me. And the old silken cord treatment is one thing you can't fight. I came out of it maybe a couple of minutes later. Slumped against a wall. Wondering why I was still alive. My pockets were inside out and my neck burned where the cord had been. I was stripped of everything I carried. The papers, the ring, the billfold, and my watch. Now I knew there was a killer in Cairo I had to meet again.
0: You are listening to The Map of Murder, tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. Among other entertainment programs on CBS, mystery holds its own. You'll find more chills and more thrills per listening minute on CBS. Take Inner Sanctum, for example. This week, Everett Sloan stars as a waiter who overhears a murder plot and tries to defend its victim. It's a real thriller called Pattern for Fear and a yarn that takes its place among the outstanding shows which have been heard on Inner Sanctum. Yes, listen to Inner Sanctum at 9, Monday night, and you'll see what we mean. More chills and more thrills per listening minute on CBS Mystery Programs. And now we take you back to Cairo and tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan, The Map of Murder.
1: Well, the next morning before I opened up the tambourine, I picked up a paper from the boy down in the corner. It told the whole story of Muzin Doval's death, but with names. I was listed as the man who found the body and a potential suspect. And I went back in the cafe by my back office door, and just in time, someone was going through my desk drawers before he had a chance to straighten up my... <laughs> He rolled, and I rolled with him. He brought his knee up. I moved aside and gave him an elbow. His fist caught me in the back of the ear. Another one of the, one in the kidneys. had all paralyzed paralyzed my legs. I hit him again. I knew he felt it this time. He was on top. I doubled up my legs and <laughs> drove upward. I lifted him, and his head caught the edge of the desk. That's when he quit fighting.
3: Like I said, Jordan, you're, you're great in your home field.
1: Yeah, I know the park on it. Come on, get him. Okay. You do lots of things besides annoy pretty girls, don't you?
3: <laughs> you got a good memory for faces.
1: What were you looking for? What you missed last night? Last night? Last night, when you rolled me.
3: I never rolled anybody in my life.
1: Yeah? What were you doing at my desk?
3: Looking for a stamp.
1: <coughs> that help you remember? No more of that,
3: Jordan. I read in the papers you found that girl, by whatever she calls herself, that nothing was found on the body. You think she had something? Plenty, if she's who I think she is. And you
1: just dropped around to see if I had it tucked away in an odd corner. Maybe huh? you have. Should we call Sabaya in or start explaining?
3: <laughs> you won't believe me.
1: It's pretty likely.
3: I've been following a girl halfway around the world. I was once in love with her. and she stole $8,000 and a map from me and
1: disappeared. What kind of a map? Why should I tell you? Because I got an idea you registered in the International Hotel under the not-too-original name of John Smith and killed the girl. Well, Jordan, you're wrong. I should have killed her, but I didn't. What about the map?
3: Well, during the war, I was an American Army officer in charge of a front-line PW enclosure in Alsace-Lorraine. There was a German general there who wanted to get out. He offered me a map for his freedom. Said it was a map showing where he'd buried his family's wealth when it looked as if Germany was going to lose it was worth at least $200,000. Huh? Go on. I told him I'd think it over. But the next day, he was killed when the Germans started cross-shelling. I took the map off his body. Yeah. To
1: the Victor goes... The
3: map was of a small area, but it didn't tell the general part of Germany it was in. I searched all over Germany, but I couldn't find the place.
1: Where does the girl figure in?
3: When I'd gone home to America, I was getting ready to go back to Germany for another try when, when I met this girl. She said she knew Germany like her own backyard.
1: We were going to look for it together. Then we were going to get married. And she ended up taking all your dough and the map. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a great yarn, Garnett, only it's a four-star phony. It's true, Jordan, every bit of it. So what would the girl you're looking for be doing in Cairo? Why was she wasting her time in my cafe? Cute way of
3: hiding out, I'd say. Till her accomplice showed up. Maybe they planned to meet here.
1: You say Musine might be the girl, but you don't know. Why?
3: Well, she... She looks the same. She has the same build. Only she was blonde and white-skinned. Was she French? No. But Helen could have dyed her hair and assumed an accent. Wait a minute. you say Helen? Yeah, that was her name. Helen Brecht. What are you doing? Who are you calling?
1: Headquarters. Give me Captain Sam Sabaya.
3: Jordan, what possible good will that be? Uh, hold it, Gunner. Sabaya speaking.
1: Oh, uh, it's Rocky, Sam. What now, Jordan? Listen, did the girl who was killed yesterday have most of her body stained brown and her hair dyed black? How did
3: you know that?
1: Thanks, Sam. It's all I wanted to know.
3: And it's true.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe. Maybe. Look, leave your address in the desk where I can find you, Garnett. Right now, I've got an errand. When will I hear from you? Uh, With luck, a couple of hours. With no luck, never. All at once, Garnett's story was making plenty of sense. Helen Brecht was the name on the passport I'd found on museum. Right then, I was on my way to the Hotel International to hunt up Gunter Rents. But I got just two blocks in the tambourine when I realized I wouldn't have to look for them he found me. Get in, Rocky. Oh, okay, Rance. Oh, it uh, so happens I was on my way to see you. Oh, convenient. I was just going to see you, Rocky. I hired this car and thought we might drive out of the city. Well, there's uh, nothing this way but the desert. You know, you're right. There's almost nothing to see and even less to hear. Rents, uh, didn't you once tell me you came from Schwiegschaben? I admire your memory. What next, Rocky? Also, that your name isn't Rance. It's Baudich. Von Baudich. Do you have a brother? General who died in a PW camp in Alsace-Lorraine? Ah, uh, so you have found out. Oh, I just got it today. Ah, <sighs> well, now is an excellent time, and here is an excellent place to talk. Okay. Any mind? Well, to begin with, this. I uh, oh, yeah. I always respect a gun. God. I regret to be so crude, my friend, but you have things I want, and it is necessary to get them if I must kill you. Exactly what? The money and the map you took from that girl. You'd kill me for that? Well, why not? I have killed more people than there are in your cafe every night. War and murder are two different things. Ah, there is always war. Sometimes it is national, sometimes individual. Well, just don't recruit me for your private skirmishes, Rents. What about the money and the map? You can have the money, but I don't have the map. Where is it? I don't know. Rocky. It belongs to me, to my family. I probably was murdered for it. Yeah. Killed by a shell and the map taken off of him. Ah, so you know the man who took the map? Yeah. Well, he is a liar. A murdering liar. And once I have the map, I will certainly pay my debt to him. Uh, at your war. Are you quite sure you don't have the map, Hockey? You got everything but the money when you rolled me last night. Oh. I am sorry. I tried not to let you see me. I happen to know an old Legion trick when it's played on me. Tell me, uh, how would you know the girl had the stuff? It was very simple. I commissioned her to get it for me. Ah. Oh. Well, okay, Take me back to town. I'll deliver the money to you. Well, um, how can I trust you? Look, Rance, I never let a friend down. Even if he's turned into something else. Ah, so, yeah. Uh, Very well. But if you fail me, Rocky, nothing will stop me from reaching you. It's a deal. And, Rocky, this is only between us, huh? Sure. Sure, Rance. Just between friends. (laughs) Well, there you are. In two days, I'd been taken in by two people I thought were friends. And if I was going to shake the police and rents and a guy named Garnett off my trail, I had my job cut out for me, finding a certain map. But I figured the room at the International Hotel where Muzine was killed would stand a little more searching. I took a five-pound note to bribe the key away from the room clerk, and it wasn't worth it because I turned up nothing. So that left only one other chance. Muzine's effects at the police station. At headquarters, I gave Sabaya the whole story, top to bottom. Then we had a look at Muzine's clothing and luggage. No more luck. There is no map, Jordan. But it's got to be Sam. She wouldn't let a thing as valuable as that map get two feet away from her. If there ever was one. I'm betting on it. Everybody's story checks too well. The fact remains, Jordan, we have searched everything. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. What, What about the murder weapon? Only a knife. Well, let's have a look. Where is it?
2: In this case.
1: That's our last hope, Sam. A faint hope, Jordan. After all, this was held by the murderer. And... It won't hurt to try. Maybe this handle that. Oh, careful, careful. Here, use this handkerchief. Right. Look at that, Sam. The handle comes off. There, yeah. let's take a look inside. Here, these tweezers will get it out. Right. There she comes. Now, let's see. That's it, Sam. Yes. We have the map. You know what this means? Indeed I do, Jordan. This was Mousine's knife. Who's the only person she'd have to draw it on for her own protection? Friends? No, she was working for him. That leaves only the American, Garnet. Yeah. He was looking for her and she was afraid of him. Then why would she go to his room? I don't know. You see, Jordan, I'm interested only in finding the murderer. We still have no proof. All right, I'll get it for you. Just let me have that map for a little while. And for what purpose? Give, Sam. We're going to lay a little trap. Sam finally saw it my way. In another hour, I was in my office at the tambourine, and sitting across from me was Ralph Garnett. He'd received my call and gotten there in a hurry.
3: Okay, Jordan, what's this about?
1: You want the map, don't you, Garnett? You found it? Yeah. The map and 5000 of the money Muzine took from it. Where, Jordan? Let's see it. I uh, went to a lot of trouble to find the stuff, Garnett. Oh. A deal, huh? (laughs) Well, don't think I risk my neck for nothing, do you? (laughs) Jordan, you're my
3: type of man. You know, we could work well together.
1: What are your terms?
3: You get 40% of anything we find and dig up.
1: That's fair enough. Except for one thing. Yeah? When I'm working with a guy, it's got to be an open book.
3: Did you kill Musine? No, Jordan. After that night in your cafe, I cornered her on the street. She admitted she was Helen Breck. She promised to come to my room at the hotel and make a deal.
1: You were there when she got there? No,
3: I was late. And when I arrived at the hotel, the police were around and I stayed out of sight. I don't know how she got into my room.
1: All right, Garnett, do you want the map or don't you?
3: What does it take to get it? A confession? Right down the line. Just between the two of us? It won't change the deal. Just so I know. All right. All right, I killed her. I was scared away before I could find the map of the money. I that good enough?
1: You swear to that? Yes,
3: yes, I swear to it.
1: He's all yours, Sam. What? Mr. Garnett, you are under arrest. Why, Jordan, you cheap,
3: lousy liar.
0: Move,
1: you
3: had the cop planted in your closet just to dig a confession. Yeah, it worked. Well, I didn't kill the girl. I just said that so you'd give me the map. I find that very hard to believe. Why would I follow her halfway around the world and then kill her before I got the map? Oh, take him away, Sam. Get him out of here.
1: Sabaya had his man, and I should have felt real proud of myself. Only somehow I didn't. I sat there for a long time trying to push the mess out of my mind. But always there were loose ends there that didn't tie up. Well, I'd promised to deliver the 5000 to Gunter Rentz. Once that was over, I'd wash out of the whole affair. So i went back to his hotel, and he was waiting for me.
0: Well, come in, Rocky. you
1: surprised I kept my promise, Rentz? Oh, nice. I never doubted you would come. You are too intelligent to underestimate my determination. Thanks. My gun remains on the bureau, Rocky. Oh, don't worry. I'm just making sure it's not used. Now we're even, Rex. Where is the money, Rocky? In that left corner bedpost. I can become impatient. You want to look or not? What is it is $5,000. Your cleverness amuses me. Now, if you want the map, go talk to Sam Sabaya. The map? He has it? That's right. Well, I have every right to it. He will give it to me. And he has something else. A guy named Garnett who just confessed to Mouzine's murder. Ah, so the killing is finally solved. Yep, only for a while it figured kind of different. <laughs> what? With me as a suspect, perhaps? It sure looked that way. Let's say you found out she had a deal with Garnett, playing yeah. his offer for the map against yours. Oh Well, that much is true. All right, Garnett's room was directly below yours, so you went down to talk to him. Just then the girl came in. You argued, she pulled the knife, and you killed her. Uh, well, it is over now. As you say, Garnett has confessed all. So, now let us have a drink together. Hmm? Yeah, sure. Mix them up, Rentz. It will only take a moment. Oh, Rents. Yeah, Rocky? There's a uh, fire escape outside the window. You been on it recently?
0: Oh, certainly not. Why do you ask?
1: Yeah, the footprint in the flower box. Somebody's been out here.
0: Well, what of it, Rocky?
1: If I didn't know different, I'd say that explained how you got into Garnet's room. Now, please, why do you not forget all about this? Rocky, where are you going? To police headquarters, Rents. Tell Sam Sabaya you killed Mousine Duval. And with that, I took off down the hall, running as fast as I could. I knew if that got a rise out of Rents, I was finally right about the whole thing. It didn't take me long to find out. Rocky! Come back here. French was out of the room and down the corridor after me faster than I could believe With speed born of a lifetime, a military train He caught me from behind just as we reached the top of the stairs We hit hard, we rolled down the whole flight of stairs We hit the landing and kept rolling Then there was a loud crash of splintering glass French disappeared through the low window A second later, I heard him hit the alleyway Three stories below There was a pretty good crowd around by the time I got down there. A couple of police were trying to hold people back, but they finally let me through, and I was bending over Rentz. He's pretty hard to look at. Rentz? Uh, Rence, it's Rocky. Oh. Hockey. You... You're not gonna make it. You know that, don't you? Hockey. Hockey. My true name will be known only to you. My family
2: must never know.
1: That's a promise, Rance. You killed Mussein, didn't you? Huh. Didn't you? Huh. Yeah. yeah. As you said,
2: Rocky, I killed her.
1: Well, Sam Sabaya got the story from me and a few other witnesses. Garnett was released, but he was still pretty sore at me. It took him a long time to prove the 5,000 was really his. But Sabaya kept the map and turned it over to the military government of Germany to decide where it belonged. So nobody's very happy. Me, well, I'm going to miss Musine's singing. And my customers are demanding entertainment. I wonder when Cairo's going to get television.
0: It's CBS again at this same time next week for another story of adventure and intrigue when we take you back to Cairo and the Cafe Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. Rocky Jordan. Starring Jack Moyles in the title role is produced and directed by Cliff Powell with original music by Richard Arant. Tonight's story was by John Michael Hayes. Edited by Gomer Kuhl and Larry Roman. Larry Thor speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.